What is up, you gorgeous, fabulous creatures, and welcome to episode number 83 of F the Scale podcast. You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. I just raced through that at a thousand miles an hour because I wanted to get it out of the way, quite frankly. I am really pumped and excited to record this week's podcast because last week was fire. And this week I thought I'm going to answer properly um, Julie's question from Queensland because whilst we, whilst last week's podcast was probably relevant to her question. It wasn't specifically answering, well, like I didn't specifically address her question. So I'm going to roll that one into today and we're going to dive straight in. Of course, before I do, you know what I'm going to say. If you haven't yet trotted on over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course, then you must do that immediately because that is where you're going to get your little mitts on my four-part free video series for how I lost 20 kilos using my eating codes and kept it damn well off my booty for life. That's all I'm going to say about about that. Link is in the show notes. Now, Julie's question. Let's dive straight in, Julie from Queensland. She says, hi, Kylie. What role does mindset play in weight loss and emotional eating? Can you share some tips for developing a positive mindset and overcoming self-sabotage? Right. I'm going to start here by saying, all right, let's go sentence by sentence. What role does mindset play in weight loss plays and emotional eating? She says, it plays all the roles. Every role that's available in the cast, mindset is playing that role. There's no roles available for anybody else. Mindset plays all the roles. You want like a a butcher, mindset plays the roles. You want in the car, if the cast has a butcher, uh, uh, I don't know, a prostitute, a, um, a small child, a priest, mindset plays all the roles in the cast, every fucking role. You cannot succeed with your weight loss without addressing your mindset. You know how I can say that 100% with with like positivity? If you tell me otherwise, you're just fucking wrong. Like I'm just going to tell you straight to your face, you're wrong. And I can say that with 100% assurance because you, me, all of us have attempted multiple times in our lives, not once, honey, please, Uh, Like I can't even begin to think of the number of times that I have dieted in my life and I've lost weight, sometimes successfully and sometimes unsuccessfully, but no time did I address my mindset, none. The only time that I did address my mindset was when, take a wild fucking guess, the last time I did it, which was actually the last time, it was the time the weight came off and didn't come back. Why? You don't have to be a fucking genius at this point to figure out why the only time that I addressed my thoughts and my mindset was the time that the weight has stayed off. So when Julie's saying here, what role does mindset play in weight loss and emotional eating? All the roles, all the roles. I want you to think about your witching hour. When is your witching hour with food? What I mean by that is my witching hour is nighttime after dinner. That is when if food is going to be calling me that's when it's calling. It, food doesn't call me. When I wake up at 5 a.m., I don't want to go and stuff my face with chips, chocolate, cake, cookies, pizza, ice cream. I don't care. Couldn't care less. I'm focused on other things. I'm excited for the day. I'm pumped. What am I going to achieve? Food is not on my radar. I mean, you know, I'm hungry, but I don't want to binge or anything like that. I don't care. I'm also fine mid-morning. I'm fine lunchtime. Mid-afternoon, I start to, to get a little tired Sneaky thoughts can come in, but I usually am still very busy and want to get things completed before I knock off for the day. It's always, always after dinner. And the reason, if you also are in the same position, let me tell you why, because your reasoning brain is not designed to stay switched on 
24-7. It's supposed to be fucking chilling and relaxing at night. Your reasoning brain is not meant to be solving calculations, working out problems, deciding whether how much and you know when, when, how much chocolate you're going to eat. It's not revved up at that time. It is literally winding down for rest. Otherwise, you would not be able to go to sleep. We need that wind down. We need to wind down. And your reasoning brain is just not switched on enough at night. So because you're not fully cognitive, the same way you would be in the morning, of course, nighttime is where most of us struggle. Usually I found that if I was struggling through the daytime, it was because there was something very, a lot more serious going on in my life than just day-to-day problems or stress. It was like major divorce, death in the family, you know, huge, huge, huge issues would sometimes send me spiraling through the day, but throughout the day, but no, generally it's always nighttime. So understand that if you're going to start anywhere, you need to start with your thoughts. Now, one of the things that I talk about with private clients a lot is the think, feel, act cycle. This is something that I got from my mentor. She runs a life a life school. She's a life school coach. She's quite famous and she's amazing and, and she runs the life coach school. And she's incredible. And she has this, I think she calls it a model. But anyway, it's quite complex the way she teaches it. But the, the dumbed down version, which is what I use... <laughs> is what I call the think, feel, act cycle. And you can think about it this way. Thoughts come first, thoughts trigger feelings, and feelings then trigger an appropriate action. You cannot try and change your action, what you're doing. Well, Kylie, I stuff my face every night. You're not going to be able to conquer that without addressing the fucking thoughts that are sending you racing off to the pantry at night, like Speedy Gonzalez, whoosh, off you go, stuffing your face quicker than you can. It's insane to think that we can address it any other way, but we do, and we're all trying to give it a red hot go. That is why the success rate for diets is point something zero zero what fucking ever percent, because ninety nine point billion percent of us gain the damn weight right back. This is why, when I talk about my eating codes, why they're so critically fucking important. If you truly want, truly, 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 let me calm down. If you really, I'll just be calm now and speak to you nicely. There'll be no yelling for a moment. If you really, really want to take the weight off your body and no longer live in a tumultuous relationship with food where it just really is all you think about all day, what how it used to be for me, I spent all my waking hours thinking about all the food I wanted to eat and how I could avoid eating it. Like that's some bullshit right there. I spent all my time up in my head torturing myself with thoughts, thinking about all the food that I really wanted so badly to eat. And then, oh my God, I I can't eat that. And how to avoid eating it. Now, the other thing that, so so what I was going to say to you was head on over and get the free course. I'm just, listen, I just can't tell this to you any more times. If you haven't done it yet, put yourself on the wait list. It's coming out any second now. But if you haven't done it yet, I like, I just can't help you. I'll see you this time next year when you have the same weight problems. That's all I'm going to say to you. The second part of Julie's question, she says, can you share some tips for developing a positive mindset and overcoming self-sabotage? You know, developing a positive mindset, I don't even know if that's a fucking thing. And the reason I say that is because 
we are wired for negativity. We're wired for negativity. So unless you have a lobotomy and you're just not thinking at all, you probably will never have an autopilot positive mindset. That is, that's something you will find in a Disney movie, but that's not fucking real life. We are wired for negativity and rightly so because it's how we survive. If we were not wired to constantly look for problems, issues, dramas, you would run outside and play in traffic. You would see a freaking wild animal and just go, how cute and how fluffy, and you would go and try and hug it. No, we are always, always on high alert for things that could potentially go wrong. And we are constantly trying to, in our heads, we're trying to solve imaginary problems for dramas that have never even happened. So can you develop a positive mindset? Probably not, but you can choose on purpose to have a more balanced outlook on life, I would say. And that's something that I've been doing recently. I have been spending the last few months, really, like essentially all of 2023, working like a fucking Trojan, I want to say, working like a Trojan on my mindset because I know that, you know, you can always tell when it's time for you to level up. It's fucking time for me to level up. I have spent I tell, I tell this to people all the time. I just said it to my hairdresser like now, an hour ago. I said, something truly does happen to you when you hit midlife. And I can see why men have their, um, you know, their midlife crisis and their affairs and buy their expensive cars and so on. That's, that's fantastic. They're doing it because they're not smart enough to, to realize that the problem is actually their mindset. And that's fine. If they want to do that, then that's their own stupid fault. But the issue is always your mindset because that's where the problem first starts and arises if you want to call it a problem. You hit midlife, so I'm in my 50s now, and I I look around me and you fucking suddenly realise your own mortality and think, shit, I have lived more of my life than I have left. And at that point, that's when usually the men run out and start doing fucking ridiculous and insane things and blame it on their midlife crisis. And and this is what you've got to understand. And think of the lives that are destroyed as they do those things, whether it's affairs, taking their side chick, buying cars and bullshit things that they can't that they can't afford, but they think, well, I just have to have this. I've wanted it my whole life. I have to, you fucking have to earn this shit. And it's exactly the same with your weight loss. You have to earn it. And you start, it's not a monetary payment. There's no, I wish, I wish, please. How many of us, we would give everything we had, <laughs> our right leg to wake up tomorrow so skinny. It's just not how it works. The payment comes in the form of your thoughts and your mindset. You have to work on those. You cannot work for somebody else to pay for your skinniness. That's not a thing. You work on your mindset. That is where the changes occur. So I have now been very firm with myself and have really started to almost parent myself. Like I said to you, I spent Let's just say, you know, I've been alive 51 years and obviously this wasn't from birth, but let's just, um, well, really my struggles with weight and food, especially were from very young. Well, I was a toddler. So let's just put it for ease of communication. 50 years. Here I am, 50 fucking years I have spent looking for the shortcut, the easy way, the easy way out. How can I get the thing that I want with the least amount of effort? That is me. I'm a shady motherfucker. That's what I am. I am shady as fuck. If there was a way for me to weasel my way out of something, 
or get it get it achieved half ass achieved with the least amount of effort you can count on me to find that for you i was going to do that i was not a person to put in a full effort ever in anything i wanted to get by just scoot under the radar just get by with the absolute bare fucking minimum it took because get this get this i was so fucking delusional i really thought that somebody was going to come and save me and make my life fucking amazing I what thought a man is going to come, a rich man, truly. This is what a fucking insane. I thought a rich man is going to come into my life, sweep me off my feet, and he will make my life amazing. I don't need to work hard. Why do I have to work hard? I, I don't want to work hard. No, somebody else can work hard and make my life amazing for me. And at 50, I fucking woke up and thought, this is some serious fucking bullshit that I've been telling. I've been spoon feeding this shit to myself for years, years. And I got really pretty angry, as you can tell from the, <laughs> the language and the energy of these last couple of podcasts. I really got fucked off with myself. I thought, this is, again, this is some bullshit. What the hell was I thinking? You know who's going to come in and save you? You you. And I stepped up and I thought, fuck this shit. You know, I talk about this often when having an FTS moment. I had a true FTS moment. I thought, fuck this shit. Nobody's going to come and save me. And now I truly think even if they did, I don't want it. I don't want it. I want to develop the skills and the stamina and the fucking tenacity to be the one to save myself. So off I went on this little journey here. And I thought, this, this, is how it's going to roll out this year. My entire life, I didn't want to go to the gym. That's too hard. I'm not doing that. I don't like that. There's got to be an easier way. Well, no, I'm not taking an easier way. I joined the fucking gym. Well, maybe I can just go to the gym, maybe two, three days a week. Won't that be enough? Can I just shift the weight going a couple of times a week? No, I've been showing up there every fucking day. You know why? Because I want to teach myself that I am a woman of my word and I will do what I say and I will do whatever it fucking takes to master my mindset this year. I will not, not end my life being this half-assed version of who I could have potentially been if I had been woman enough to step up and put in the fucking effort. It just takes, I said this last week, I swear I did, you only have to put in the effort one time. It only takes once. But you, me, all of us have been fucking around with this shit for years. If you're listening to this podcast, you have been fucking around with this shit for years, not once or twice, not the last six months, years. This has been the story of my life up and down with weight, but I want the food. Oh, but no, I really don't want to say no to myself. Well, sometimes you have to say no. You know why you have to say no to yourself? Because there's a price tag attached to everything, honey. Every single thing has a price tag attached. Everything. You think that by eating the chocolate at night, you have avoided discomfort. No, you haven't. You've just created a brand new level of discomfort for yourself tomorrow morning when you wake up feeling regretful, ashamed, disappointed in yourself for not having your own back one more time. If you don't have your own back, who the fuck do you think is going to have it for you? You have got to develop the skills. And this is what I say all the time. You've got to develop a library of evidence. You can't just now decide, listen to this podcast, go, this is fantastic. Kylie says do this and she's all motivated me and now I'm going to make some changes. Fan-fucking-tastic. Don't think that tomorrow morning when you wake up, your brain's going to be on board. No, it won't. 
No, it won't. It will tell you all the reasons why you should not listen to the eating codes. It will tell you all the reasons why you should not sign up for the free course. It will tell you all the reasons why you should not move your body or pay any attention to what you're eating in this day. No, it's going to have a thousand reasons, a thousand reasons why you should not. And you know why? Because it will tell you that that's what you've always done. You're not a person who looks after themselves and pays attention. And you're not a person who takes a free course and then acts on it. You Listen, this is what I used to do. Don't fool yourself. I used to sign up for the courses. I'd even listen to them, but I wouldn't do the worksheets and I wouldn't take action. We do this so that we don't feel like total fucking losers. Because listen, we've all got categories in our head. We would class a real loser as a person that sits back and doesn't even sign up for the course. Let's just use this as an example. They wouldn't even take the course. I will sign up for the course. I will even watch the videos. Yeah, but those those worksheets or taking action on it, nah. Can't I just change by osmosis? I heard what she said. Isn't that enough? It's not a fucking enough. You know how you learn? You learn by action. There's something called Bloom's Taxonomy. It's a chart. You can Google it. Bloom's Taxonomy. And it goes up the levels of knowledge and understanding. The baseline for knowledge and understanding is, first of all, you've got to get the knowledge. The second step is understanding the fucking knowledge. And then the third step is action. What I am wanting for you is for you to just skyrocket between getting the knowledge and taking action. Who gives a shit about the understanding? You get the understanding on the way. When you are taking action, you will start to understand the reasons why you're doing it. It's the person who sits back all day. Well, I need to understand the pros and cons. I need to understand what is this really all about? Do I really like it? What if I don't like it? What if I do it and then I don't like it? What if I don't do it and I still don't like that? We are constantly delaying our own happiness and progression in life with our bullshit thinking. So when Julie's saying, how can I overcome a negative mindset? How can I overcome self-sabotage? And how can I develop a positive mindset? And all of the things, you develop all of these through action. You don't develop them by thinking about them. We don't have a problem with education. We have a fucking problem with application. You don't need more, here we go, you don't need more information. You need application. You know it, I know it. If you're telling yourself something else, you are just bullshitting yourself. I want you to think about this. Regret has a far longer shelf life than fear or uncertainty. Fear or uncertainty can go away in two seconds once you take action. But regret, that's a pain that can last a lifetime. If only I had put in the effort just one time. If only I'd really given it a go. If only I had done it properly instead of trying to half-ass my way through everything. That is the difference between somebody who does see success with their weight loss and somebody who spends so many years fucking around with it, it becomes their entire identity. So for Julie, the last thing that I will say on this is to also, what I found to be very very beneficial is to drop the rules. We often place a lot of rules and stipulations around our weight loss and moving forward and making progress. We'll say things like, well, okay, I've Googled this and I need to work out for 30 minutes a day. But then when you wake up the next morning, you'll be like, oh no, I've only got 20 minutes, so I'll do nothing because that makes sense. 20 minutes would be better than nothing, but we get very rigid in our rules and our stipulations. And we're like, well, it has to be done this way. It doesn't know. Just all all I'm going to say to you is no. Again, 
kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. It's coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's going to tell you everything that you need to know exactly how I lost the weight. I give you the five eating codes. I break them down in detail and I tell you what I did step by step to get that damn weight off my body because you can make rules and regulations out the wazoo unless you are taking action as well as these little rules that you want to make up and despite, in, in spite of the rules that you want to make up, you're still not going to get anywhere. It makes you feel good to write some shit down on paper, but paper, <laughs> writing stuff down is not action. Action is you doing stuff. Action is you getting outside for that walk even though you don't want to, even if it's only seven minutes. Action is you saying no to yourself just one time when you've already eaten two blocks of chocolate, but now your your mind is going, the voice, the voice in your head is like, well, there's just that one more block in the cupboard now. So if you eat that now, it won't be there to ruin your progress tomorrow. Well, that's some bullshit there. You can have the chocolate tomorrow. It's not going anywhere. And if it does, if somebody else eats it overnight, you can buy more. Stop making bullshit negotiation tactics with yourself. It's like warfare. You are telling yourself stupid stories. Let's just be honest. They're stupid, but we do it to keep ourselves back, hold ourselves back. There is no need for you to hold yourself back. The world deserves, you deserve to live your fullest life, the fullest expression of yourself. If you are going to sit back and reserve the person that you could have been for some point in the future, when you think you're going to actually get your act together, that is unfair on everybody. It's unfair on you and it's unfair on everybody around you who sees you, who you are influencing, whether you know it or like it. You can't stop it. It's happening either way. So my darlings, with that, I'm going to wrap it up because it's extremely humid in here today. It's very hot. I'm going to obviously encourage you to head on over kyliepacks.com forward slash free course where you will be able to jump on the wait list for the free course. As I say, maybe by the time this episode airs, it will be live. I hope so. And you can have it in your inbox so that you can start actioning it immediately. And of course, if you are listening to the podcast and you want to share it on social, please be sure to tag me so that I can reshare your stories. Any questions, comments, future questions that you have for the episodes coming up, you can send them to me over on Insta, jump into my DMs. I'm always in there, ready and waiting to hear from you. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. Please do remember, girl, the only person who can change your life is you. Bullshit excuses are not helpful. Believing your bullshit excuses are not helpful. Delay tactics are not helpful. When you release all of them and begin to give yourself permission to feel safe with what's left, which is actually the real you, the real you that wants the best for yourself, that really does desire to live in a body that she feels comfortable in because she fucking knows she deserves it. That is when you've got what it takes. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you again next week. Until then, gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcasts that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.